Hey guys, Chase here. Thanks for tuning in to Four and a Half Mics. Uh, we got a good one for you this week. Uh, we we kind of explored a little bit of a looser format. This is going to be the closeout of our uh, of our couch series, our Friday night, all hanging out, um, having some beers, some drinks, eating some pizza, and just shooting the shit. And uh, for our final episode, I figured we'd go with a little bit more of a looser format. Um, the title of the episode is the four and a half Mike's greatest adventures. And so really what we're talking about this week is just some of the dumb stuff that's happened to us throughout our lives, whether it's local or abroad. And so, you know, we get some pretty interesting stories, some juicy stories are being told and, uh, it's a lot of fun. So get ready, get set and check it out. Welcome back to the Four and a Half Mics podcast. Thank you all so much for listening on uh, this lovely day, wherever you are. Um, I'm here always. This is Chase as your half mic. I'm with Jake. Hi. Max. Hola. Nick. Frenemy. And Yanni. (laughs) And this is the conclusion of our Couch Night uh, episode series, where we are going to be getting into some adventures. This is the Four and a Half Mic Best of Adventures. And you know, to kind of round things out, we thought it'd be a lot of fun just to kind of sit around uh, this couch that we're at, shoot the shit, and talk about some of the uh, some of the more exciting times of our lives, times where things might have been a little bit unpredictable, and uh, we didn't really know how things were going to turn out. Um, so, you know, get ready for that. But first, we're going to get into Peanut Gallery. And so, Max, you got us with the Peanut Gallery? Peanuts? I have the Peanut Gallery? Peanuts? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have the peanut gallery. I do. The peanut gallery is news to you, news to me. We are heading into the new roaring 20s. It is the end of a decade, people. It's it, been a long one. It's been a long one. It's been <laughs> over. But it's kind of cool, right? Like, I mean, we haven't been able to say it's the 20s since literally like the mob was running shit since, around. Since Prohibition era. Since Prohibition. Alcohol literally wasn't 20s. legal last since time. The great it was the 20s. Dude. End of a year is crazy, like looking back on it, but end of a decade. Do you guys remember where we were in 2010, where you were? Ooh, 10th grade. Yeah, just starting high school, man. It's a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I was Or 9th grade, 9th grade, yeah. I was crazy. (laughs) Chase, what's the coolest thing you've done in the last 10 years? Uh, Got my pilot's license, flew an airplane many times. I really wish I was still doing it. Mm. Yeah, pretty pretty lame. I mean, it's expensive as shit, so it's like... It, when I was in college, I had my I had my pilot's license and I flew frequently going into FSU. Then when you're at FSU, it's not exactly the easiest thing to go do. And all the kids in the flying club were like super lame. And uh, flying costs like at least $100 an hour. And I was fortunate enough where I had like some a type of scholarship set up when I was originally doing my learning, but not for recreational flying. And um, so, you know, when you're in college and you have the choice between $100 and how far that's going to go either in an we, hour. We knew where you put your $100. Yes. Yeah. In an airplane. It was at my bar. Or <laughs> yeah. beers. A week Our at bar. Max's bar. Specifically Max's a week? bar, right, Yanni? A week? It's Max's bar. <laughs> yeah. Bro, $100 could I have bought you a month at. 
Oh, yeah. At the strip? At the strip. Way more than a month. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever spent $100 at this strip. Sorry, y'all. Cumulatively. <laughs> yeah. just, just throw $5, okay. in, throw $5 in my tip jar and I'll take care of you on yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Honestly, RIP, because that was like the greatest times ever. I know, I know. You did all your important growing up shit this past decade, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. We are, you uh, made all your dumbest mistakes. Yeah. You did all your coolest wins. Yeah. Dude, you know what's fucking crazy? People that were born in 2000 are about to be 20. That's insane. Yeah, that is a weird thought. But that is how time works. Mm. Yeah, 20 years. <laughs> time's a fickle bitch. Math, math. too. Math, math and is, time. Math is crazy. <laughs> Stephen Hawking over here. After, we, after a couple drinks, those are two crazy-ass concepts. We got a national championship. That was pretty dope. Ooh. That was dope. Go Yeah. yeah. Crab legs. Famous Jameis. Crab legs. Good times. Uh, it was a great decade. Take some time to reflect. Really think about what you want to accomplish going forward in the next decade. All the mics are doing it, and we challenge you to, too. Also, fuck Jimbo Fisher. Oh, uh, man. Uh, you had to get that one in. Okay. No, yeah, well. I don't really. Fuck Nick Saban, too, much. before going that way. <laughs> yeah. What, for leaving the Dolphins? Get yeah, I, I don't forget. <laughs> get over it, too. I don't forget. <laughs> Jesus. My Even fin it. may be floppy because I've been in captivity for a long time, but I don't fucking forget. Oh. Hashtag oh, get work to world. My fin's still perky as ever. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, floppy and perky, words of the pot. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to heady hypotheticals. We got a good one for you this week. Yeah, an interesting one for sure. <laughs> so the question is, if your bed sheets had to be made of deli meats, what meat would you want them to be made of? Craft singles. That meat, Yanni. Meat. meat. Oh, fucking meat. <laughs> <laughs> not cheese. <laughs> All right, Your going, bed isn't a charcuterie board. <laughs> I'm going thin sliced ham. Charcuterie is actually exclusively meat, by the way. Oh. A true charcuterie board does not include any cheese at all. Damn. 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 That's actually... Well done, Jake. <laughs> Whatever. Better come correct. Yeah. Um, But thin ham? Thin sliced ham. Yeah. Lock I, it in. So I was thinking about ham. My, 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 my gut tells me turkey, but... The problem, because it's it's very innocuous. It's your sheets. Remember, it's your sheets. I know, I know. See, I'm trying to go for something that doesn't smell that bad, but the problem is, is that Ham and turkey both get slimy. Ham is so real slimy. I'm still in. You're about to get that wet bed. I'm about to get that (laughs) wet ham bed, bro. Do we get to choose comfort or two? I'm gonna do a dry salami sheet. (laughs) It's not a bad move. I'm gonna do a dry salami sheet with a uh, with a a mortadella comforter to really seal it all in. It's like just another salami. It's like, it's like, no, right, Jake, Jake, no, Jake, mortadella is like a bologna. Jake, Jake's just, the I get it. It's like bologna. Mortadella, mortadella is a bologna. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a, uh, an aged prosciutto oh, uh, okay. sheet but then I'm with very, a, with a, a um, with a craft bologna comforter. Dude, you're such bologna. a bologna That prosciutto guy. is going to be huge bologna guy. Wafer thin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, but like something really hard, if you get something too hard, you can't like curl up in the, um, you can cut a, a dry salami thin, pretty thin. Um, no, I know, but you can't like curl up in the, in the blanket, you know, cause it'd be too hard. All right, Max, what do you got? I guess, man. (laughs) There's no practical answer to this. So I'm just going to actually a right answer. I'm just going to throw it out there. The thing that reminds me the most of what could not be a meat is bologna. So like those circular packages of bologna that I've once in a while seen chase by those are, those are perfect sheets. Hell yeah! You're not. You're not wrong. Yeah. That's probably, that is probably the correct guy. answer. Did you guys like just off like off topic for a moment here? Did y'all eat bologna growing up? Fuck no. No, not my really. dad wouldn't allow it in my house. I still yeah. eat bologna. Dude. <laughs> I like bologna, but I, I came across it later in life. I no. my, my mom told me that like, I went through a period of time when I was six years old where my favorite sandwich was bologna, American cheese, and ketchup. 
and I said, don't ever tell anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I broadcasted it on a podcast. So. Mortadella is way better yeah, than bologna. Is that the stuff it's with delicious. like olives stuck no, in it's it? Pistachios, it's pistachios. And mm. some black pepper liqueur. Disgusting. Um, yeah, that's that's a slimy and Italian uh, heady hypothetical for you guys. Mortadella sounds like some Italian dude's ugly daughter. Anyways. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> the uglier of the two daughters. Uh, I'm he's, cancer he's for a minute. It right now. And with that, we are moving on to our main topic of the day. Please. Um, the Mike's greatest adventures. And so, you know, I know these people around the table pretty dang well. And I know for a fact that every one of us has had some crazy adventures in our lives, most of them in our local hoods, but also some crazy things that probably happened abroad. And, you know, I want to get uh, kind of deep into it, like a kind of round the campfire, past the flashlight type episode, maybe mix up the format a little different. I don't know how it's going to end up, but we're going to get a little bit looser with it. So should and, we uh, should mm-hmm. we start? You know, like, hey, this is a cool adventure and then get to like the shitty adventures. I mean, I don't know. I think we can just kind of go around and tell some stories here. I I got one off the top of my head. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. What's Mark, what, what gave you this idea? What what was the adventure that you yeah. thought of? That- so this is a local adventure. This is a local, You're a big local adventure. Guy, um, it was a it huge was a Friday LHP. night. It was high school. <laughs> and this is when uh, I almost got arrested for detonating a bomb <laughs> in uh in light in a frank in the same park where all our freaking stories happen in the backboards um for tennis so it's a friday night and i'm sitting at home playing some halo or call of duty or something i'm sure i don't remember exactly I thought what you guys it's a friday night and i'm sitting there creating a pipe bomb <laughs> well no listen so so my buddy shaw comes over and uh one of my best friends in high school and we're hanging out and he's like, Chase, you know what I'm trying to do tonight? And I will never forget this. I was like, what are you trying to do tonight, Shaw? He says, let's blow some shit up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, great idea. That Can you incriminate uh, yourself with this? Is this? No, no, this is all good. Yeah. Oh, so, good. Uh, <laughs> Statue yeah. of limitations right now. You'll see year. why. You'll see why. Yeah. It's a decade um, thing. So, so we're like, okay, good idea. So it's probably like, actually it was probably like right after school at this point. And so we walk over to the Arby's, um, the local watering hole for <laughs> people that can't drink yet. And uh, we meet up with some of our other buddies, Max and, um, Not and Nick. Two different Max Not and half Nick. Mike Max. Not the either of these people sitting around great this name table. Choices, I wouldn't dude. be caught dead in a fucking Arby's. There was actually two Nicks. <laughs> hey, don't, hate, don't hate on Arby's. And uh, Fries are good. So we're sitting around Arby's like, what are we going to blow up? And we're like, I was like, oh, you know, throw back to airsoft. I had a CO2 airsoft gun and we had a bunch of CO2 canisters. Oh, so those, we were are like, the, those oh, are legit. Chase. Let's blow those up. And so we were like, what are we going to blow them up in? And uh, we we're like, oh, I don't know. Let's like, let's just get a box from somewhere. And so we're leaving Arby's and there's a dumpster right behind the Arby's. And this kid, Nick, uh, looks behind the dumpster and sees like a perfectly intact, decent sized box, like a large box, like a large moving box. He's like, oh, let's just throw them all in there. So we just grab the dumpster. We grab the box out of the dumpster and carry it back home, like walking down to my house, grab all of the CO2 cartridges that we have in, uh, in our possession and walk down to the local park across like probably a block away. So we're like, all right, it's probably not a good idea to do this on the grass. That would be a bad one. So we should go to the backboard courts. Um, yeah, it's a fourth, know, a little foresight. bit over yonder. 
the thing that we didn't have before, so we did it right under a tree. These are the these are the big standing pieces of concrete that have like a tennis net painted onto them. It's like a yes, wall. Yes, it's like thing. a line. It's just like a painted line. That right, but you can practice the tennis. Your, yeah. yeah, you can like hit at the wall, and it hits and it comes back to you. So we hopefully we it's take the box, we rip the top of the box off, like all the four pieces, and turn it into little like you know flakes to help to get the fire started under Nat- <laughs> naturally naturally of course. and um and so we light we throw all the co2 canisters in there and we pull out a, a lighter light one of the car- cardboard pieces on fire and throw it in there and at that moment we all realized what we did and so we all just i remember this in slow motion start sprinting away the from classic the box, movie scene dude right there it just hey. goes Boom. <laughs> and it was the loudest thing I've ever heard. And it literally, I turn around. There's a ten foot flame. <laughs> oh my god! There. How big like, is a box? Hold on. Let me let me ask some clarifying questions here because now I'm box curious. Box was probably four feet tall, oh, filled with CO two canisters. How probably many? ten to fifteen CO two. Oh my canisters. god! Are we talking about the little, the one? little <laughs> tiny <laughs> CO two, like, like the whippet canister? Like no, not a whippet <laughs> size, not a whippet size canister. <laughs> probably what? like if you take your thumb it, and your pointer like finger. Thumb. And stick them out and make like a, it was yeah. this big. They're about and, and that big, probably like, like four four inches. Yeah, you make a oh, little wow. L. Um, they're about that big, so probably ten to fifteen of those in there. And it, the swear to God, the flame goes ten feet up. Oh in my there. God! And we just book it. My buddy Shaw lives like on the other side of the island. <laughs> we gotta get. We all just right sprint to his house. We're sprinting <laughs> through the neighborhood. Like what the fuck? We just. Oh my god! It was, it was immediate super, regret. It was super exciting, but also crazy at the time. So we get back. We're like, "Oh my god, that was nuts! I can't believe you got away with that!" Like, holy shit! Um, all right, cool, man. I'm gonna go home and go to bed. And so me and my buddy Nick are walking back. Nick's gonna crash in my house that night. We're walking down Sample Road, and it was probably like this was probably like 15, 20 minutes after uh, after the initial blast. Definitely did not wait long. What time? Enough. What time is this? It's probably nine or ten at night. Uh, so oh so people gosh. are up. And yeah. so, so we're walking down the road and all we see as we are like turning is just fire trucks coming down, <laughs> coming down the street. And we just look at each other. We're like, this isn't good. <laughs> and just turn around and go back to Shaw's house. We're like, yo, Shaw, um, kind of got a little problem. There's fire trucks and police officers running towards where we were. And we don't think it's that chill to walk yeah, back. Right where the bomb was. They're running. <laughs> <towards> <laughs> yeah. We weren't really thinking that far ahead at the time. So we go to Shaw's older sister, Emily, and we were like, all right, Emily, we need you to give us a ride home. She's like, why don't you guys just walk? We're like, just don't worry about it. Yeah. So we get in the car. She's driving us home and we drive by the scene and she's like, oh, that's why you needed a ride home. <laughs> <laughs> so she drops me and Nick off and we go inside my mom's house and we don't know anything the better. We get into my room. We're just hanging out, you know, playing games from there. And immediately, little to my knowledge, Emily pulls out and she's like 16. We're both like, we're all like 14 at the time, 13. She's driving back to Shaw's house and gets pulled over. And so they like completely like saw us walk back. They saw everything happen. They were like, tell us where those kids live. Otherwise oh my we're gonna, God. Like, arrest you. Just ratted you out. She yes. Snitched. They immediately were like, all right, they live right there. Snitch. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting at home playing Call of Duty with Nick and I have my mom knock on the door and it's just like, knock, knock. Hey, Chase, um, so there's cops outside <laughs> and they want to talk to you. And we're like, oh, Damn, shit. you do live in a small community. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, did you guys 
fucking blow that shit up at the park and we're like uh what are you talking about <laughs> they're like well you know what we're talking about you're like at the park and no, we're like we didn't know that they ratted us out at that point they're like your friend stole us everything we we're like all right crap yeah fine and so he's like all right i might need to book you guys for arson and i'm like we're like what no way are you serious and he's like yeah here i'm but we're not going to do it yet i'm going to just take your pictures for evidence and the cop i swear to god pulls out like a bright pink Fuji film digital camera <laughs> and he's like all right steady here and like zooms in Look at that like, background takes, against the white wall takes there pictures of both steady of us steady here and ends up <laughs> ends up uh ends up taking him back and you know parents get involved I had to write like a letter to the uh to like fucking mayor of, of course this, of the city and just like apologize and like all this shit and um, had to like help clean up. There was like a big like fucking burn mark, and like <laughs> it could it could have been way worse. What if just, you what if you brought down the whole wall? Yeah, dude, Ooh, I, I got mean, one like that. Thankfully, no structural damage, but just dumb stuff that you do when you're a kid, man. Mm -hmm. Those adventures, like those little local adventures, when you didn't know how big the world really was, really like drive home. You know, it's like. You could get into so much stuff just right in your own backyard. <laughs> yeah, so, totally. Yeah, you <laughs> YouTube blow Lesson up. learned. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So who's up next? Gather around the campfire. All right, so we're going to stick around the high school theme. Um, this is a pretty good one. I had, for a period of time, I was pretty uh, under pretty good scrutiny for my parents. Uh, I had just started driving, and with that comes a lot of questions about where are you, where are you going, uh, 16 years old, right? And... I volunteered because I knew I had to be home by curfew. I had curfew at that time when I first got my car. Anytime I drove my car somewhere, when I was first driving, my parents would make sure that I was coming home that night. And so I offered to volunteer as the sober driver of the night to go to a high school party. And we go to this high school party. Nothing matters there. It's just a regular thing. And it gets broken up classic high school situation where the cops come and start to tell everyone to get the hell out. Right. And so, you know, we hop into my car and, you know, people were doing illicit things at this outside of drinking, I'm sure. And so the cops were like pretty tight butthole. They can really getting after us at that point. <laughs> and so I get everyone, you know, it's it, to your point. You don't know how big the world is outside of your world. Come on, come on, we gotta go. <laughs> it's like the worst thing yeah. in the world right now is getting and we caught. Were, and we were good students. Like most of you know, most of my good friends and I were in an accelerated program. Whatever, we were like trying. Whoa, whoa, subtle, yeah. subtle. Right Shout there. out, IB. <laughs> we were trying to get somewhere in life. So, anyways, so we're like, come on, bro, we gotta go. Like, where's so and so? Doesn't matter. Leave them. Like, you leave <laughs> them. Yeah, the camaraderie. So they hop in my car and they throw all of their throw all of their beers in the car and Smart. of course <laughs> <laughs> yes well you gotta save you gotta, gotta you gotta, save the beer you gotta save the beer it's like and gold in, in that, high school that, yeah that sawed sawed in half 24 pack you oh, save it. Man. i get I, a, I get a fog not a fog light you know those bright lights that are come on the side of the cop car yeah like a floodlight the yeah. spotlight yeah. The, spotlight. Spot, the, spotter. Thank you. Yeah. the spotter hits me oh. from afar did you pee your pants no and i just <laughs> and i just kept driving because i was like well they're trying to get someone else out of here so you know we're all like scattering right into our cars and no he was trying to tell me do not drive and he pulls me over and is like why the hell are you driving away and I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought you were trying to tell us to leave. And I, he was like, have you been drinking tonight? And, you know, I answered all the questions. I'm like, no, I haven't because it's truthful, right? And he's like, 
so what else is in the car? Like, if I went into your car, would there be any beer? And, like, my friends are, like, freaking out in the back. And somehow I fuck up the the negotiation. And we're at the point where he's like, I need to see what's in the car. And so he gets into the trunk, and the trunk is filled with beer. Just loose different types, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So I'm sitting there begging and pleading with this officer, like, I've got a future. I'm a junior in high school. I can <laughs> I play on the baseball team. <laughs> I'm like pouring my yeah. heart out to this Officer guy. Officer Bar Brady wasn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And he was, and he, you know, hard ass still, but he was like, all right, it's easy. You're going to pour out every single beer. You and your buddies oh. are going to get out of the car and you're pour out every single beer for me. And then you're going to go home. And if I see you at another house party here, you know, in, in tonight, or if I see you at another place later on this week or whatever, you and I are going to have a bigger problem. So it was just kind of like one of those situations like, yes, sir, lessons, lesson learned. All right, let's go home. And we did not go home, of course. <laughs> yeah, oh where's the God. next party? Uh, so the classic meetup spot in Sarasota at this point, you know, we were address hunting at the time. You know, oh, who's... Where, Those yo. are the best nights right there. Oh, like, yeah. oh where's that? You're the just Addy? all, sitting in, the, the you're open all house. sitting in yeah. a car. Everyone's just sitting in a car driving in. In like a Publix parking lot, just yes. waiting to get the address. Wendy's. And so <laughs> we link up, you know, we link up in a McDonald's parking lot. This McDonald's parking lot had two, like one that like surrounded the actual store and then like one adjacent to it. So we're all in the McDonald's parking lot. And this is to the point where people are still like popping tops, like playing music outside of their cars, whatever. Um, and sure enough, you know, I, I had a bad feeling about doing this, but sure enough, this cop shows up and we get the hell out of there. And I was like, thank God. The story literally does not come to an end here though. So I get out of there. All's, all's good. I don't remember this officer's name. I actually kind of owe him one. The next week comes, it's my birthday and I'm turning 17 and I'm driving back. I still have curfew, right? Mm -hmm. To a degree. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm driving back and it's like 1245 and curfew is like 12 or whatever. And I'm driving back and I'm going, I'm hauling ass because I know my mom is up waiting for me to come home. This story all started with curfew. That's yeah. where we started. Yeah. <laughs> I had gotten we're, in trouble. We're getting all the way back around the circle now. I had been relinquished from curfew a couple of times and then subsequently earned it back. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. So the whole deal was like, I'm going to be able to do whatever I want on my birthday. Just get home on time. And if you guys know me, I'm never on time to never, shit. Never. Never. I'm getting better at it. It's Ever. a, it's That's an a lie. Problem. Did start back no, then? No, it's not a lie. I'm getting better at it. Audience, do it, not let him fool you. Is Chase. Max getting better? <laughs> Someone he's trying, but he's trying. There's there's attempts. Do or there's do not. Attempts. All right. Anyway, there's <laughs> no try. Fuck you, Yoda. Baby Yoda's in. <laughs> and so I'm going. I'm going like 55 and a 25, and I get pulled over, and this cop is like, "Hey, haven't I seen you before?" <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Same officer, and I've got a 12 pack of Corona that I just <laughs> bought for the next day for my birthday in the back seat with your fake ID. I had I used to. Uh, because I lived on a very far part of town, I used to travel a lot with a lot of clothes in my car. So if I could sleep over, I would. Or if I had to change into something, you know, post beach or post pool, whatever, I would. And so I threw a shit ton of clothes over the six or the twelve pack of clothes. Sure, sure. And he's sitting there interrogating me, like, "Where's the fire, son?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Why are you in such a hurry?" <laughs> <laughs> and literally and so he's just sitting there and and i'm thinking to myself such a cop i'm gonna pee my pants and he takes my id and he's like oh i know who you are and he goes oh look at that 
someone's got a birthday tomorrow. And he's like ragging on me. He sits, he's like, you know, ragging all the questions. You know that you're going 30 miles per hour over. Do you know what that means? That's a felony offense. Like, cause it is, uh, anything over 25 is a felony. And he's like, I could suspend your license for six Damn, months. This all guy this shit got you so ripping good, into me, dude. My soul ripped. <laughs> he calls three other police <laughs> police over in separate vehicles, and they all line up behind me. And one by one, they come up to me and go, "So you're going 55 into 25, huh?" <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, please." <laughs> I'll do Please. anything. What do you want from me? It's like 1.45 now. So now it doesn't matter what time I get home. My yeah. mom's going to be fucking livid. And he writes, he ends up writing me a ticket for only 10 over. And it's like, I swear to God, this is like, you don't have any other chances. Like, I better not see you ever again. Yeah. And I get home, get my asshole torn, do not get to celebrate my birthday properly. And yeah. So moral of the story is I got... Boned. That, Did was, you ever a, see that, that was a very again? long story, Max. I've ne- sorry, I've never seen that officer <laughs> since. All right. <laughs> so on a quicker beer note, because that spurred some things. Um, we did the same thing. Obviously, in high school, you like can't think about not having your beer because you can only get it like certain ways. Mm-hmm. You just get it at that one corner store. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about Everybody that. Everybody goes there. Yeah, but um, ask a homeless that's, man. That's an adventure in itself. The first time you bought alcohol. Mm. Oh my God! Yes. I'll tell. I can tell my story. Now that I think no, about no, that, I Nick, don't know if I told I this one on. Booze, off, I don't know if I told this one on Booze Bros or not. I might have. I don't know. Fuck it. I'll do it again. But it was when we kept beer at the front of the neighborhood by the sign. You did not tell you this. Did one. Did not tell it. No. I haven't said this one. So you just kept outside beers. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how it was. You know, sixteen. We had a bunch of beers from a concert left over. Weekend, we're like, let's save these to the next weekend. Mm-hmm. I obviously couldn't put them in my fridge at home. True. So I put him at the front of the neighborhood on the sign in a big garbage or a trash can. And I leave it in the fucking bushes by like the entrance <laughs> of my neighborhood. In a trash can? Sanitary. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Every single morning driving <laughs> to school. Okay, perfect. I'm with, uh, I'm with Ben. And Ben's driving me to school. We're checking the sign. Going to school on the way back from school. Going to school on the way back from school. Friday comes up. We're going to school. Beers are still there. It's been four or five days. They're just been outside, like boiling. Trash, trash hasn't come yet. No, it, it's hidden. In, it's hidden in the bushes. Oh, it's hidden Where in the, the landscape. That's what all the beers are in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a hidden trash can. Yeah, yeah it's hidden in the <laughs> landscape. Like a, like a, like a sorry, like I a, thought it was just like a trash it's can. No, <laughs> it's like no. a time capsule. It's got you, that camouflage yeah, netting over it. Cover it in a ghillie suit. <laughs> A beard time asshole. <laughs> it's a ghillie suit trash can. Think of, think of your neighborhood freaking garden. The fauna. And it's hidden in there underneath yeah. trees yeah, 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 outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very West fauna. Coast. Fauna. That's a good word. Fern yeah. and fauna. Very yeah. West Coast thing to have a an entrance fauna. Entrance fauna. Yeah, go. so the beers are there. Friday going to school, secured. Friday, we're coming back. It's the weekend. We're ready to drink. Literally, we're driving back through my neighborhood, about to pick up these beers and go to a party. Trash can beers. The fucking dude, no <laughs> the way. The landscape crew came to clean up the entrance. <laughs> oh, every one of these guys was drinking my fucking beers. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I literally watched them cut and trim the trees, and they just have beers everywhere. There's beers in the back of their truck, and the look on my face just drained. There was nothing left. We it was like it was like a cultivating like a 
plant or something. You just watch it grow, and then right before it's about to go, it just Friday afternoon. See you later. And that was just an absolute dagger to Ben and myself because we had like sixty beers. Like we were so Dude, ready. You were about to Dude, bring the party. Hold on. I know those were your leftover beers. Oh, it was like a country concert weekend. Yeah, so there was, was like a, a rib bunch. roundup type yeah. thing. Yeah, Dude, chili, chili cook off. Chili cook off. Oh, sheesh. So yeah, the, that landscape that was an adventure crew, in itself. They uh, they got their. Oh, I'm gonna tell that story. That's a good one. I got a good one. A I chili cook off. I got a good chili cook off story. Chili this is this is a high school. Uh, For those that don't know, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's just a country music festival in South Florida. Um, a lot is of, it an FAU thing? No, it's no, like a it's West. A, it's like a Davy thing. It's a, it's a Davy yeah. thing. I only ever went to it when I was in high school. Um, there's no ribs. No, there's chili. I mean, there's chili. Yeah, yeah but you don't eat the chili. No, you don't. There's it's, no. It's, there, what the fuck? There's no. I, chili I was so angry inside. when I figured yeah. that out. Yeah. I'm, I went to go get some chili. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It, it, yeah. Chili. I was, I, that's why I never went. I was like, there's no chili at the chili. Uh, Same with a rib roundup. There's no ribs. I tried to go to get some food. I really needed it, but they, <laughs> <laughs> what a they wouldn't give it. Yeah. No, I mean, it was just, it's just a drinking fest for high schoolers. That's what it was for when we were, when we were going, we would get up at like three o'clock in the morning. And you drive your ass out to like, I think it was at like CB Smith Park or somewhere. Still CB Smith yeah. Park. You'd go there. It's it's dark out, and you go and you start. You're just doing like kegs and eggs type things. Like we're going out, all oh. of us, all of us in high school by like end of junior year. Kegs and eggs. What is I kegs like and year? We all had we had a lot of us had fake IDs to buy all this alcohol, and we had a we had our, our stores. We had the farm store. We had What's we had kegs another place. I'm just saying, it's just like you it wake sounds, up exactly. You crack like, an egg just, on the stove and you pop open a. Beer. Oh, don't overthink it, man. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a morning brew. It's just a morning brew. Yeah, it sounds, it is exactly what it sounds like. And we would just go and we would just drink all day, starting at like four or five o'clock in the morning. And you would go until like noon when the concert would start. Sure. And I am. <laughs> That's dedication in high school. That's yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I was like, about to say, good for y'all. We would go, we would get like, we had like four trucks and we would go and you'd, you'd make your, your little spot. And you're tailgating for hours and hours and so many beers and we would go and then once you're there in the concert like it is it's, it's just tough like I, I slept through I slept through both years I went like most of the concert <laughs> Luke Bryan was the headliner one year yeah I remember that um and uh Zach Brown was the head the other head of the other year I saw Zach Damn, Brown band two good good yeah. headliners yeah they were good uh, Luke, um, Luke Bryan Every song, but one same. time for Zach Brown, I actually no. This was in Luke. This was Luke Bryan. This is the second year. Um, I passed out on a random. Uh, I, I didn't think it was random at the time. A towel. It was a dolphin, like a big dolphin's blanket. Fins up. And I took a nice nap on that until someone's like <laughs> pushing me, and I and I like I, I come to and I'm looking at this person, and it's not anybody that I know, and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" This is my fucking towel. <laughs> and I'm like I'm I'm nap napping, and they're like. This is not your towel. This is my towel. Well, get get out of here. And I'm like, what do you, my friends are right. And I look around, I'm like, not where, not near anybody I know. Oh no. I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm, that's and, the worst feeling. And as I'm stumbling around the, uh, I'm stumbling through the fairgrounds. Are you like lost at this point? Yeah, completely lost. And who do I run into? But my, my, um, one of my AP human relate, was it human relations? No, human, uh, geography, human geography teacher oh, yeah. i took that class oh that yeah class sucked yes. yo side note and she and i <laughs> wait jake did you have to do no, the fuck that class. did you have to do the quizzes where you had to do the like what countries like you had to you get a map and you had to fill in the whole like continent 
Yeah, every country. So. Yeah, that's not that's, that's, that's like regular geography. You had to fill in the continents on a yeah. map, and that was human, hard. Human yeah. geography. Like they would give you a map of yeah. Africa, and you'd have to write in the name of every country yeah. in the continent of Africa. Mixed up with Fam, human geography yeah. was like when you had to explain like demographics, demographics and yeah. population. Yeah, no, that was it. But we also had these yeah. quizzes that were like that had that in my human. I geography think we all class. agree it sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she and I butted heads for. I mean, multiple years. We just do not get along. We we were <laughs> and there you were at chili cook off. And I was Blacked hammered, out. and I saw her, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm really drunk right now." And why is she the person that I run into? Of course, like literally run into. Like I stumped, like I bumped, and it was her wearing like a like a sun hat. That's just that's the world we live in. <laughs> it's a simulation, dude. I'm telling you, and. Man, luckily I got out of that okay. I think that she probably knew that I was really hammered. She I, definitely, I, I you think so? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so funny when people, like, when you're in high school, you think you're hiding shit. You think you're so slick. Back Dude, in the I'm day. shaking my. I, your I'm one eye was right like this the every whole time. Every time it, no. you were going to get caught, yeah. every time. You're an, we're if a bunch you of came idiots. from a, If you came from intellectual parents, you could, they could spot a lie a million miles away. I can't wait for my kid to try to lie to me. I'm going to be like, bro. You know who you're fucking talking to. I know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what our parents were doing the same yeah. way. Speaking of fake IDs, right? Mm-hmm. How many, real quick poll, how many of us had fake IDs? In high school? Yeah. Me. Not, I did. not me. I did. I did. One, two. I'm the only yeah. one that didn't. Everybody Dude, I had, oh my God, idchief.com, the best. We bought it with Those Pennsylvania IDs. We bought it with Bitcoin. <laughs> Mine was Pennsylvania. Is that I, like they I give did, you five an, of a copy? We got two and they were scannable. And we'd yeah. go into this store. We obviously still try to go to like the more sketchy like quick stops or whatever. And this guy would look at us like, there's no way you're old enough to buy beer. Scan it. Scans it. All right. You have a great day, yeah. Mr. Uh, Polanski. <laughs> Polanski. Now, my name was actually my name too. Same I, with mine. Yeah. yeah, I had my name. My pick. I mean, we all did, right? And we had to memorize your. Had you had to name. memorize your address. My address everything. was a Chick Fil A. My address was this Chick Fil A. I ran. Oh, a, back in oh, yeah, nice. this Chick Fil A. Yeah, I ran a racket though. Um, your address was Federal Highway on your fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, US nineteen. It is what it there is, we man. go. I ran a racket there. Real, f- I'll, I'll tell a quick story to make up for my elongated story earlier. I ran a racket where I would, you know, collect orders at at the lunch table and then tell everyone, okay, I'll see you at you know Chase's house and I'll I'll bring whatever you asked for. And it was typically for like the younger mm-hmm. crowd that was going, like the you sophomores. Were liaison. Yeah. Yes. And you were so the cool guy. I became I became relatively well known. I mean, there were a number of people you could go. I was to. kind of a big deal. <laughs> <if you laughs> no, there was a number, dude. There was a number of people in in my in my close friend group that could do this for you. I was just kind of monopolizing a little bit of it, right? And so, <laughs> I get a call from a close family friend who was a freshman when I was. I think he was a uh, freshman when I was a senior. Um, and so he calls me and is like, Hey, like I really need a handle for tonight. Like I'm not leaving the house or anything. Like I'm just hanging out with like my, my friends and I've known this kid since he was like in fourth grade. So I was like, okay, your house is out of my way. So you're going to have to pay a little extra if that's okay. And he's like, that's fine. I drop it off in his house in a public's like one of those, like, you know, uh, green wise public bags or whatever. And I turn the corner he, to chase his point. Getting caught is so easy. Getting spotted with the lie is so easy. Dude, if you pull up to someone's house, they're going to look out the window and see who it is mm-hmm. at the door. 100%. And it's me <laughs> handing their four, their 13-year-old, 14-year-old son a green wise bag. And then him walking back upstairs, 
probably looking like he just scored some crack. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm in. So like I said, I think I said it earlier, I, I lived on a different side of town. And so like by the time I get home to prepare for my own evening of dumb lies and, and debauchery, my mom is at the door and is like, the fuck do you think you're doing? And I was like, <laughs> what? And she's like, you don't think we know? I was like, know what? You know, trying to go for the lie. Yeah. Boom. Give me your wallet. Blah, blah, blah. Give me your keys. Like You're selling Billy Bob alcohol down dude, the street. I got wrecked. He walked in. Turns out the story goes, he walked in. They asked him what you got. He goes, Max sold me alcohol. And that was <laughs> before I got home, I was already roasted. In and out, done. Never spoken to that kid My again. mom asked my dad if we should turn him in. That's what she said. Should we turn him in? My dad goes, no. <laughs> he's, a, he's an entrepreneur. <laughs> he looked at me and I had like a brief moment of sympathy. He was like, don't worry, bro. You're fine. <laughs> like, you, like, you're not going to jail today, but you so, are fucked. I'd like to get away from the, the high school stories now. Uh-huh. Does anybody here have a, a near-death one? Oh, yes. But I don't want to keep telling stories, so you guys go. A near-death one. I got trapped in a plastic box one time. I thought I was going <laughs> to <laughs> I almost I died gonna, in Costa Rica. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> it wasn't that crazy, but... Um, you drank the water? No, I almost drowned. Um, we were out surfing. We were on Hako Beach. Oh, rip currents, man. And Hako. Yeah, man. So... <laughs> So we, uh, it was me and my friend Lauren. We were like on a family vacation. I was probably like the Lauren that we all know. Yeah, the Lauren we all know. And um, we had just finished surfing, and we only had a couple boards. And so other people went out. Yes, and um, so <laughs> and uh, so we're like, all right, yeah, let's go swimming. So we went to go swimming in the ocean, and we got caught in a rip current out there in Costa Rica, and literally got pulled out so far before anyone noticed. And we were probably out there for like a good 10, 15 minutes, just like waiting in the water. Couldn't get out of this rip current. Damn. And I swear to God, I thought I was going to drown and got like that close, like to running out of energy, like barely like above the water. And were you then, following the rules or no? I didn't. I was just freaked out. Like at yeah, that point, you're true. a kid. I don't, you know, you know the rules, but at that point, in that moment, everything goes out the window and you're just like panicking. I just kind of panicked. We both did. We didn't know what to do. We were already so far out. That like even if we got out of the rip current, it's such a far swim back. Yeah. Thank God these random people surfing, like these random locals saw us and this person just like threw me up on their surfboard and saved us, literally saved my life. And wow. pulled pull us back in. That is crazy. So, mine's way lamer than that. I'll be quick on that note. That's fine. Mine I don't know if you mine's not a story. <laughs> this uh this was Panama City, uh, with Jay and myself. Oh, and God. we were on we got caught in a rip current and we were on like a single person raft. And we had the bright idea of taking two twenty fours out on the raft, and we said we're not coming back in <laughs> until, we, finish them? until we finish this case of beer. So we just keep drinking these beers, drinking these beers on this raft, and we're floating offshore, having a good time. We both drink until we pass out. We pass out on the raft, and I think he came to first, or then I. Whatever we did. We looked and we could barely see the shore. <laughs> we had floated off Panama City Beach. So you're like a mile offshore. We were at least. probably two and a half miles oh, off. You, my we could Lord. not see anything. <laughs> and we're sitting there. And you're on your way to Cuba at that point. <laughs> we're guys, in Panama yeah, City, dude. Way to Cuba. Yeah, they're on their way to Nola at that point. <laughs> and um, you guys stressed me the fuck out. Bro. That I was. Oh my god. We we tried like so we're sitting side by side and we tried like. Right arm, left arm, try and paddle back. <laughs> you have no paddles, you <laughs> no, have nothing. nothing. 
and eventually some jet skiers finally found us. Two and miles we, off? Jesus. We were like battling the sun going down too, but... Yeah, oh, they goodness. made cardboard hat boxes to shield <laughs> yeah, themselves, dude. Bud Leasy boxes. That's so funny. Bud cast away, dude. Uh, my wow, quick, that's wild. My quick near-death experience was I was staying at Tom Cruise's cabin in North Carolina. That's Tom Cruise Another. with a K-R-U-S-E, oh. the inventor of the hover-round. <laughs> yeah. So Are you has, serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Dead serious. He was friends with the sheriff of Sarasota, whose wife was a teacher who worked with my dad. Anyway, we're in North Carolina. My buddy Kenny who's been referenced on other on other shows and I uh, have an opportunity to take a tour of the property. It's like nine o'clock and this is like a very mountainous region and the house sits up very high. And so we're wrapping the mountain on an ATV and we're taking a tour of the property with the sheriff who's like, oh, this is that, this is this. And I drove down, which presumably is probably easier, right? You don't really have to hit the gas very much. And I let Kenny drive back up the mountain and Kenny does this thing where the first time he hits the gas, he's like, boom. And we kind of like pop up a little bit. And I was like, yo, yo, yo. Just Whiskey like throttle. Easy a little bit. Easy a little bit. And he, this literally, as I said, you got it? And he goes, yeah. Boom. And we go, <laughs> we literally go off the side of the mountain. Oh my God. I go flying like 16 feet into a tumble. Like I'm tumbling down the mountainside and I hit this tree directly on my side like on my oblique Jeez. and like wrap the tree and this is day one of the vacation <laughs> and i am able to hang on to the tree and everyone flips out i was like oh my god we're like freaking out and we had to get like a uh bobcat like tractor to like scoop the atv off the side of the mountain and everything that's very serious max dude it was insane <laughs> and no broken ribs nothing that was it wow. you're lucky i've got a Gotta i've got a the funny elasticity yeah. of Tom Cruise, though. great guy with a K. You would have got a free hover round out of that if you became paralyzed. Uh, <laughs> there's always a bright side, you know. When I was first learning how to how to drive a boat when I was pretty young, um, I remember <laughs> we had such a, a small little like dinky sea fox. It wasn't even like a, it was it was like a dual console. It was not a fun boat to to run. And uh, my dad was teaching me how to maneuver an inlet, and I somehow jumbled up. His instructions with uh, the trim tabs, uh, which for those of you guys who know trim tabs, they go on the back of the boat and they, yeah. they trim the bow up or down depending on whether the sea is a following sea or whatever. Well, I was coming back into the Hillsborough Inlet. It was a following sea. And when you have a following sea, usually you trim all the way so that the bow comes up and you... And you make it in safely, mm-hmm. so the waves basically don't overturn you. Yes. Yeah. Well, I jumbled that the yeah. flying fuck up. Get that nose I had into the them water all the way down. <laughs> oh my god! I, it's it's like a twenty-one foot boat now. It's three to five foot seas. There's like three to fours easily. I get over the crest of this wave. My dad thinks that I have the tra- the tabs correctly placed, and he goes, "All right, you're just gonna bump it a little bit. The bow will pop, and." You'll ride the crest Surf of the wave in, over. Yeah. yeah, you'll ride the crest. No problem. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. I'm fucking confident. He's I'm like, like 11. Is killing I'm like great 11, bro. moment right here. I'm like 11. My little brother's like sitting in like the back seat by the, by the, and this thing had like an inboard outboard engine too. It was fucking loud. And he's sitting in the back seat. I look at my dad and he goes, yeah, bump it. So I fucking bump it. And this, the, the nose of this little sea fox goes straight, straight into the inlet. I'm talking straight into the inlet, meaning the entire front of the boat was completely underwater. (laughs) Submarine. Completely underwater. The only thing I remember is the boat went under the water, 
I was completely blinded by the immense amount of water, water that went up out. into my face. <laughs> I somehow, and nobody ever keeps a suicide strap on. You know, you guys know what the suicide yeah, strap is? The, the, the fucking kills the engine. It kills the engine. Nobody ever has that on. I don't, I don't, if you tell me you keep that on when you boat, you're a fucking liar. You see it in commercials all the time. Then. Yeah, you do. Only and, just keys. And I certainly was not wearing a life jacket because mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, all I remember is I somehow managed to keep my hand on the steering wheel of this boat <laughs> and my other hand on the throttle. But my, I was so paralyzed by fear that my hand was pinned to the throttle. It was pinned down to the throttle. And we somehow bobbed up by the grace of God, bobbed up. And the boat just floored it into the inlet. And I managed to stop, somehow managed to stop hey, the boat. Right. And I remember my dad looking at me and he goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and I look at my brother in the back. He's completely drenched in water. The boat has like five inches of water inside this boat. And the engine is like in the boat compartment. And yeah. I was like, I just remember looking at everyone. I go, wow. I was young enough. I was pretty young. But even at that point, I was like, I could have probably killed everybody in this boat. <laughs> and then my dad immediately goes, go sit in the back. <laughs> I'm driving. You lost privileges. Yeah. Should we take our adventures outside of our uh, immediate surroundings? Yeah. Anyone's got some fun abroad adventures? I've got, I'll, I'll keep going. I've got one where my uncle. <laughs> I'll keep going. Don't let me stop. <laughs> yeah, now. don't let me stop. My uncle had this idea when I was, I think, 13. He was like, we were in Cyprus for the, for the summer. And he goes, let's take a plane ride. And we're going to go to Egypt. And I was like, all right, you know, no big deal. And so we went to Egypt for a day or two. And um, it was definitely one of the sketchiest places I've ever been in my entire life. And come to find out a few weeks later, they were bombing the Gaza Strip. Mm. So we could have been stuck there pretty bad. I mean, it was pretty bad. Um, have you been back to Egypt since? No, <laughs> I don't uh, No, Definitely not. Egypt is honestly one of the scariest places I've ever been in my entire life. When you talk about a culture shock between the difference of peoples and their religions and the way they interact with everybody else, Egypt to me, and, and I've seen South Africa, I, Egypt scares me more than any other place I've been in my life. Hmm. Is South Africa scary? No. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, there's a lot of, there is there's a lot of- parts of South Africa. There's a lot of part. like my dad was actually born in Port Elizabeth, mm. and Port Elizabeth is not a great area. Um, it's still actually fairly segregated, if that makes sense. I know it's not like legally mm-hmm. segregated, but it's yeah. It's, well, apartheid it's rough. ended in like the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. It's still pretty rough. That's wild. But would choose South Africa over Egypt if I had to pick one. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about like some like spring break or like college getaway, or like road trip stories? Anyone? Uh, <laughs> those, those might not be those not might be for this uh, for this uh, audience the, the college spring sense. break i spent a, i spent a lot of time in a uh, in a mexican like police station little holding area one on my last senior spring breakers it wasn't like a jail yeah like were you, you behind can, a bar i wasn't i was not i was trying to get my friend out I, I was I was on this trip, so why don't you why don't you enlighten us? Um, yeah, so we were in Cancun, I believe. I think that's where we, I think that's where we were. Wherever wherever Mister um, Sanchez is. Yes, yes, because we were trying to meet we were trying to meet people there. We started at a uh, we started at a pool bar by the be- like in the marina area in the dock like by the where it's, the ship was the port. I couldn't think of the word. It's all you can um, drink. Yes, and we were like, oh, me and my friends. It was like me and a lot of my boys that like 
that went to Florida State that I went to high school with. And we were like, yo, we're, let's get let's get scooters and drive over there and meet everybody. And these sketchy Mexicans, dude, like they, they <laughs> that's <laughs> actually, that's like, that's very proper. No, dude, they, these guys were, were just Mexicans. scum. And I'm not, they were, they were sketchy. Anything they could have been sketchy Americans. Either way, these guys were just really scummy. And we were, I mean, we were drunk. We should not have, have gotten these scooters really. Um, but capable enough to drive. I don't know. I don't know. That's not the right thing no, to say. No, if you shouldn't have got the scooters, you yeah. shouldn't have been capable enough. Yeah, to you're right. Capable, you're right. capable <laughs> enough way. to know that the scooters were not fucking the scooters, safe. The scooters were not safe to begin with, though. They were in bad They were in bad shape, and we were like, oh, fuck it. Let's just do it. And we're trying to get there. We're going down this highway, and we had like uh, like four or five scooters, two people on each. So we had probably like 10 people at this at, at, an, at this point, and you guys are drunk as drunk as all. No, drunk. no, no. We were, we really weren't like had been drunk, drinking, but we were we we were drinking. Um, and my buddy Max, not this Max, and Brian, just absolutely like now. Granted, they had the scooter that was in the worst shape of all of us. Like it was really in a, a bad state of disrepair, and that shit gave, should like, not have been operating. No, and that shit gave out on them, and they just t- took a tumble down the road. <sighs> Me and my buddy Giancarlo were on the scooter behind them, Sketch. and um, he was driving. He did a great job. Avoided everything. We were we were good. Came really <laughs> weaved away from dude. Your if friends. they if they they fell to they fell to the to the right, and we kind of weaved to the left. Like if they fell, it would have been it would have been bad. You but, think? Do you think Giancarlo would have chose left, even if they would? have No, he saw left? it. He saw it. He did a great job. He really did. Um, Shout out to Giancarlo. Yeah. Shout out GC. Very nice moves. Yeah. Nice no, he he saw it. Um, and immediately we hop off, we go run to them. Um, Max was pretty tore up, but Brian got it way worse. Um, dude, they had just real, it was no, no broken bones or anything, but real bad road rash. Like that third degree road rash where you can like, yeah. Um, and immediately we're, we're we're trying to do, we were wearing like tank tops and flip flops and board shorts and shit. Like it was, yeah, Yeah, Mexican, Um, Mexican tuxedo, Mexicans, (laughs) (laughs) The, the police officers come up to us. We were like, we we're like trying to talk to Giancarlo can like kind of speak enough Spanish to, to understand and get by. But the rest of us are all shit out of luck. And we are just like, what, what do we do? We need to get him to the, the port. Like he needs to go. We need to get him to a doctor. And he was bad enough that they took him no questions to the, to the port. And he, and he was fine. And then my buddy Max was, we were all together, the rest of us standing on the side of the road in another cab, his twin brother and, um, and my other buddy, uh, two of them were ha- happened to be coming back on the same road and they saw us on the side of the road and they stopped clutch. Yeah. And so clutch, right. It was wild. That is awesome. And we're all there together. So there's like, um, uh, there was probably like five of us together at this point. It was, it was the, the twin brothers and then three. Yeah. It was the six of us. And they are, take us, we're trying to say, we're trying to like ambulance, like take us to the port, like need to, I just need to see a doctor on the boat. Ambulancia. And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Like, I don't understand what they're saying. Giancarlo was like talking to them somehow. Like, I don't, but I don't really know. I was like focused. I was trying to help Max. Using these <laughs> mysterious words that we could not understand. <laughs> I was, somehow well, he was communicating. Just a bunch of creepy Mexican I, I, talking. I know. I know. Like, I He's speaking scumbag. Working Spanish, but I, man, that's going to, that comment's going to bite me, I guess. Um, <laughs> But, Only to but I was people. I was not paying attention to the conversation. I was paying attention to other things. Yeah. But sure enough, we get pulled. We pull up to not a doctor's office or like a minute clinic or anything like that, but a police station. And they're like, what? No, we're gonna take him. We're gonna take care of him. Take care of him. And they take Max and they take him back 
behind, like just away. And we're like, whoa, where'd he go? And we're like, bring him back out here. What the hell is going on? And this is at like, at this point, this is at like 1130 or noon. Like, and it's then, early. Yeah. Relatively early in the day. Like we got off the boat and we're just, we're now we're here and we're talking. We get this lawyer, this woman's abogada. <laughs> you guys have a, <laughs> yeah. Wait, because that's like how you use the Spanish term for lawyer. See, is is that what it is? Because the scooter guys showed up to the police station. You had a public defender. She, yeah, yeah. In a, in a span of and thirty makes, minutes, you had a no, no, public no, listen, defender. So, She's so, there. They were obviously they're being charged. Or so, some shit. so we are trying to get Max care. The scooter people show up and they they are like yelling at the police people at the the people that are at the desk and just and then yelling at us trying to get money for the scooter and we're like dude the scooter was fucking busted it was rusted through like it was a, you should not have been giving this to anybody and they didn't care and like they, we were going back and forth and they're like they're like they're speaking English to us like kind of brokenly but they're like they're gonna keep your friend like we're gonna make sure they keep your friend here until they pay us I'm like that's not happening and then the abogada shows up. <laughs> And she, and she, yeah, stop calling her she walks. She walks in and she's just like, "My client like, is not guilty." No, like, but in no, Spanish. Dude, all right, I have to. I have to put this on a timeline though. This is this is now. The lawyer doesn't show up until like an hour and a half to two hours after we are at the police station. Like we did had been there. Did you ask for a lawyer? No, she just she was there. She was like she maybe John Carlo did. I don't she remember. Probably just at this hangs point. out outside and just waits for yeah. the next Ambulance person. Chaser, yeah. Scooter chaser, if you will. But they. T- oh, by the way, our scooters were there. the The one that crashed was still operable. Like and um and it was. So they, but they took our keys, and we were all just hanging onto our helmets like a bunch of idiots. Like we can't go anywhere. And <laughs> we didn't rent any scooters. And finally, like so, we ain't afraid a- of no ghosts. Hour three. <laughs> Like three and a half. Like it's getting to like almost four o'clock at this point when the boat leaves at five. Um, we finally convince them to get Max to take Max to the port. And so we send Max and his twin brother, Sam, to the port. And um, actually, no, everybody goes. That was there. I think David was there with us too. And it's just me and Giancarlo because Giancarlo, since he was the one that spoke the most Spanish, is communicating with the abogada. And <laughs> that's her name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> and she is like trying to get us, me and Giancarlo, to pay her for getting our friend out. And we're like, we have no money. I had like a hundred bucks in my in my uh, all sorts of like, extortion. Like, we're like I'm not. We're not paying you. We're not paying you. And and then Giancarlo and I we're are sitting in this you. in this in this room, this office, and they're talking. And there's another police officer in there. And then like it gets to the point, like I see the I see the last keys right there, and they're like. They're like sitting on the little cabinet and I grab them and I'm just like, and then like, they're still talking. No one's paying attention to that. And, and like Giancarlo, like, let's fucking go. Let's get out of here. And, and I hand him, like he gets the keys. I'm like, I gave them to him and he's like, all right, let's go. And we just fucking go. And we get on the scooter and we just leave. You just took the fucking scooter. Wait, is your, and your boy's out already. They were gone. It was just yeah, me and him. Yeah, so it was just me and Giancarlo. Meanwhile, everyone else was just having a normal day. No, oh my god, dude! And then we get to the port, and Max is still bleeding and bloody, like they had not let him on the boat because the scooter guys were fucking there again. They're back at the port, and like we're not letting you on. They had the port authorities; they're all in cahoots, dude. I'm telling you, they're in cahoots, and they wouldn't let they would not let him on the boat until he paid them for the scooter that that we damaged. It's hard out here, man, bro. I come to find out later that day, by the way. We finally found a woman that was on the cruise that spoke Spanish that was sympathetic to our cause and absolutely destroyed these 
these scooter people. Creepy Mexicans. Um, yeah. We need nice. a we need a quick... I tried I tried like running onto the boat to grab a doctor to bring him out. Like, yeah, we're not going, we can't leave the boat. I'm like, you're a doctor, you're Hippocratic Oath. Like this guy needs <laughs> needs some <laughs> assistance. Hippocratic Oath. I and like, like yeah, that. we can't leave the boat. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? And I come back at like so this woman let, like gets him on. Come to find out later that day, by the way, I met the tables, like taught like had a great night at the casino that night, by the way. Like it was good karma, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I had a, it, was, it was really good. Went up big. But I was talking to one of my buddies that was there on the, at the casino table, and one of his, his, the guys that he was with, like his pledge brother, got his watch taken as like compensation by those guys that day. So Same those guys are just scum lords. Yeah. Yes, dude. I wasn't lying. Like I, I think it was, it was the term was was earned. Speaking of just like dastardly situations, let's go through a quick rundown. Just name places or events that are great adventures to go to. I will start. Going to Pensacola Beach for the Blue Angels Festival is insane. Oh, just like something you got to do? Yeah, just like throw it out there. New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Nice. Uh, Bonnaroo in Tennessee. Ooh, Nice. Anyone? Bueller? Florida Georgia game. That was fun. Uh, Ton of fun. Hillsborough Inlet during the mullet run. <laughs> Ooh. Key West Fantasy Fest. Oh, that's a good one. It's a really good um, one. A cockfight in Belize. There Whoa. You go. A donkey show in Cancun. <laughs> I've on, never seen that. I'm sorry. On that note, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up that segment. Thanks for sticking it out with us. <laughs> um, we'll move on to the wheel here. So, interesting wheel segment. <laughs> The mics uh, for this wheel segment are going to be going on an adventure of our own. Um, And Max can elaborate a little bit more on the place that we're going to be going to. But the uh, the loser of this wheel segment's got to buy the first two rounds for the boys. So this really isn't a wheel. We're just announcing that we're going to a (laughs) shitty bar in Fort Lauderdale. Do you all want me to you all want me to tell you a little bit about Bimini Bar? Yeah. Yes. So Bimini Bar is a Fort Lauderdale hotspot. High level though. We don't need the full the, the full rigmarole. They play porn 24/7 <laughs> and it's disgusting and the first Yelp review, it's actually a review highlight of its Yelp is best little shithole in South Florida. If you love dark sleazy dive bars, straight up porn, loud mouths and drunks, this place is the coolest to heaven ah, you can find. Perfect. All right, perfect. Great. We're going. Love it. I'm so, the, uh, so whoever excited. Whoever chooses the wheel has to buy the first two rounds. So, lock it in. Uh, okay. Oh wait, one, one. I'm one. Jake's two. Max is three. Nick's four. Uh, Yanni's five. It's gonna be me. I'm pissed. Four. Oh, it's Nick. It's yeah. Nick. Yeah. Nick has been consistently screwed by both the digital wheel and, <laughs> and the actual physical wheel. wheel. It's, it's insurmountable. Got wheel in you did a graph of the money every wheel person has spent on this stupid oh, yeah, segment. You're up by dude. far. Yeah, you're, you're the Tom Hanks of those Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, well, on that note, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Later. Ooh, ooh. I'll be out. Peace.